0: We're learning Chelik Tezvav, Parsha's Vayeshav, Sikha Aleph. The end of Parsha's Vayeshlach discusses the Yeshuve Esav, the tildesav, the settling of Esav and his descendants. Our Parsha begins with the Yeshuv of Yaakov and his descendants. Chazal explained what's the connection. Why does the end of the Parsha talk about Esav and our Parsha begin with Yaakov of and his family and their settling? So it's a Mashal of a, of a king. And every detail of the Mashal is going to be very important. So it's an example of a king who had a pearl that was um, kind of like thrown thrown between the sand and the pebbles. So the king had to look for his pearl. He had to go tap and dig through the earth and the pebbles to get the pearl that was hidden in there. Once the king got to the pearl, he let go of the earth and the pebbles, and he started to deal with the pearl. And the same thing, the analogy would be, similarly... kind of Yaakov is mixed into Esau. So we need to kind of dig through Yaakov and Esau, um, through Esau till we finally get to the pearl, which is Yaakov. And then we throw away Esau and we discuss Yaakov. And the Medras brings down, we find this idea similarly by the 10 generations from Adam to Neach, that we kind of quickly skip through or go through very, very quickly without any lengthy discussion, from Adam till Nayach, and then we elaborate on Nayach, and then again from Nayach to Avram, and we quickly go through from Nayach till Avram, and then we elaborate on Avram, and once we get to the pearl, which is Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, we start to deal with them. So that's what the Medrash basically says. The problem is that when you think about the analogy of Adam to Nayach, Nayach to Avram, so Nayach... Followed 10 generations. So, if we want to get from Adam and explain where Nayach came from, you need to quickly run through all those generations. And similarly, from Nayach to you need to run through those generations to find Nayach. So, we understand that Nayach is mixed into like the sand and the pebbles. And we need to dig, 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 dig till we get the generation of Nayak, We stop at Nayach. And similarly, to Avram, Yishuk and But when we talk about Esau's descendants, like where is Yaakov mixed in with Esau? I mean, Yaakov is a son of Yitzchak. We could go directly from Yitzchak and just start talking about Yaakov. We don't know. We don't need to go through Esau to get to Yaakov. So where the analogy seems to be saying that Yaakov is the settlements of Yaakov and his descendants are mixed into Esau. Where do we find that? I mean, Yaakov could be learned directly after. Yitzchak, and we don't need to go to Esau. Now, we could say that there's elements of Esau's story which, to give us better context, would involve Yaakov. But that really... The, 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 the muscle is that it's mixed in, not that it's connected. So even that's not such a good answer, and o- that would only help for Aes- for things that happened with Esau's lifetime. It definitely wouldn't help for Esau's descendants, which are completely irrelevant to Yaakov. Now, there's also many, many details in the mushal, for example, that he uses, uses earth and pebbles and other things with Yerubba, which we'll kind of um, explain, and also the way Rashi writes it, which is slightly different than the Medrash, and why does Rashi do that, which we'll kind of try to address once we give the general answer, and the main answer, which is the main to the main question, which is the following question. So let's reiterate the question. Our main question is, what does this mean that Yaakov and his descendants are mixed into Esau and his descendants? seemingly, you could go straight from Yitzchak, straight to Yaakov. You could ignore Esav completely. So, the general explanation to this is what's the point of Yaakov Avinu, which we will refer to as the settling of Yaakov and his descendants? The point of Yaakov is not to live in isolation and to live on his own. The point is, Ad ashar ave the point of Yaakov is to refine Esav. Esav the idea that means Yaakov's destiny is linked to Esav. Where do you find the pearl? Meaning the goal, the 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 idea of what Yaakov is meant to accomplish in this world? We find it within Esav, and that's what we talk about. And that's why we find that when it when it talks about the descendants of Esav, it it enumerates them until Shal Hamelech, because Shal was the first anointed one of Hashem, and the and he could have been Mashiach. So in a sense, we could have. You know, dug through Esav and his descendants until Shal HaMelech, and then we would have accomplished our purpose, and Mashiach would have came. Although Mashiach was by unfortunately, that didn't happen. But that's the idea that Yaakov is linked to Esau. In order to find the treasure, our purpose in this world, we need to dig through Esau. We need to dig through this world, and that will also explain to us some of these uh, details that are mentioned. So, first of all, the first detail that's mentioned in, in, mentioned in the Mushal is offer and sriras, earth and pebbles, these represent the two different avatis, um, the two different ways that we accomplish our purpose in this world. One way is the way you refine something. Another way is there are certain things in this world that can't be refined. And the only thing to do is to destroy them and to push them away. And that's the analogy of earth and pebbles. Earth is something that covers over. However, earth on itself is not bad. Earth could be refined. You can, you can uplift the earth. So, we talk about earth represents Aravita with, with physical items that need to be uplifted and transformed. When we talk about pebbles, the Gemara uses, always uses the, analogies of pe, the analogy of pebbles as things that are a hezek, a damage. Nizke behema, it slips on a pedal, it kicks, it kicks a pebble, etc. Pebbles represent the idea of things that you need to throw away. Now, we know that how does Yaakov reach his state of completion? Yaakov reaches his state of completion when we have the following thing, the Rav Yahweh Tza'ir. Rav means Esav. Esav is the older one. When the Rav, when the older one serves the Tza'ir, serves the younger one, which is Yaakov, that is when we have the idea of Lishbeth as our Esav, that Yaakov's dominion on Esav is complete. And what this basically really alludes to is that it's not only our purpose... And reason for being in this world is to refine Asov, represented by the physical world. But it's a lot deeper than that. That actually Asov is the Rav, meaning to say that the source of Asov actually comes from a higher source than Yaakov. And when Yaakov goes to, when Yaakov deals with Asov, meaning the physical items in this world, and refines those items that could be and need to be refined, Yaakov actually reaches his completion, meaning to say that through doing our Ravita with the world, we actually are uplifted to the level of Esav, which in a sense is higher than the level of Yaakov. And that's Rav Ya asav Esav is the Rav. That means the Sharish of Esav is from El-Mateo, which is higher than the Sharish of Yaakov, which is ilmatikun So it's not only that we're meant to work with Esav in order to accomplish the reason why we're in this world, but actually through working with Esav, we actually reach, the state of completion, that Yaakov needs to reach a higher level, which Yaakov cannot reach on his own, which we, as Yiddin can't reach on our own without actually uplifting the world. And this is really the lesson for us in the Zman HaGolos, that the point of why Neshama comes into Golis is not only that the Neshama should do its mission in this world, but the real point is that the Neshama should be uplifted through coming into this world. And and that would be the idea and that would be that there's certain things in this world that are upper that are earth and those are things that have hidden sparks within them and the way that we uplifted the way we do our avaita with them is by refining it and bringing out those sparks that are and bringing out those sparks that are there pebbles on the other hand represent things that the that the pearl within it is so um so deep inside of it that we can't really, with generally with Aravaidah, take out those things. And obviously there has to be a pearl, there has to be a Dvar Havaya, there has to be a source of energy from Hashem that's that's uplifting it. But generally, through Aravaidah, we're not able to uplift it. The only thing we can do is push it away. However, if we look at the words of the Medrash, the Medrash says when you get to the Margolis, when you get to the pearl, you need to leave on the side the earth. And one of the questions that the Rebbe asks in the beginning of the Sicha is, once you reach the pearl, it could have just said, work with the pearl. Why do you need to say to leave the earth? And what really this is telling you is that there's a certain mind frame and a mindset when you approach Avaita Sabirurim, the Avaita of refining the physical world. One needs to realize that the only reason we're dealing with the Gashmias is because there's a pearl that's inside of it. That means there's nothing in the Gashmias. The Gashmias itself is not our purpose. That's not our reason for involving ourselves. The whole reason we're involving ourselves with it is only because there's a pearl hidden within it. And therefore, as soon as you get the pearl, as soon as you differentiate, and if we look in the words of Rashi, Rashi actually gives, is a little bit more specific about this, and we'll look at that in a second. It'll become even clearer. So as soon as we do our job with it, we need to let go of the Gashmias. Now, with this, we can understand how Rashi gives us a little bit more details. and Yenashul Taira, gives a little more details. So what Rashi says is, Rashi starts off only talking about khil, about sand. And the reason why Rashi talks about sand only is because really most of our avodas Sabirurim is with sand. As we said, pebbles you need to just throw away. So really, our avodas Abirurim refining of this world, is when we're dealing with sand. However, at the end of the Rashi, Rashi says, once you sift it with a sieve, Rashi says that you use a sieve and you sift it through, then at the end of the Rashi, he uses the term, throw away the pebbles. He doesn't use the term sand anymore. Because even that which originally was sand, once you sift through it and you take the diamond out of it, it's pebbles. So before it was sand, because within it there was a spark that you needed to uplift. But once you sift it through it and you eliminated everything you needed within it, now it's pebbles. Now, it's, now it's, and there's nothing in it. There's no value in the Gashmias for itself. That's the key idea. That's the mindset, the approach to be successful in the Vedas is when you realize that the Gashmias is not something for itself. Before you separated, yes, I need, I need to eat, drink, all that, because in it there's a spark of Getlechkaid, a spark of godliness that I need to uplift. But once you once you differentiate, once you detach the Margolis, the pearl, from the chayel, from the sand, then the sand becomes like pebbles. It's useless. It's not it has no inherent value on its own. And and that's the idea, and that's truly when you do if I just I'm right. when you differentiate zarak. When you eat the inside and the outside you throw away, it's not only eating the inside. Because if you didn't throw away the outside, that means you have some bad with you you have some bad still stuck to you. It has to be both together. You take the inside, and you throw out the shell. The shell serves a purpose, because within it there's good. But once you differentiate it and you've got the inside, a key, key element to know that you did your Avodah Sabirurim right is when you throw out the extra. Now, Yaakov is the one who really, really got to our Avodah as we see that Yaakov was the one who went down to Mitzrayim, and that's really where the Avedis Habirurim started in earnest. However, Nayach and Avram played a part, because when Nayach um, came into the world, the world was filled with bad and maliha are its And what Nayach did, he created a new world after the Mabel, and now the world was able to be a world that is ready and able to have... A revelation of elikus, which that is what Avram did. Avram brought in a Gil elikus in the world. However, the level that Avram brought in the world was a was a level of getlichkeit, godliness that connects to the world. However, this the main thing was Yaakov Avinu, which Yaakov Avinu what he did was he brought in a level of Kos that's higher than the world because when you only tap. Because when you tap into the level that has a connection, Avram of it was Megal he brought Likos, he brought Gethlechit in the world, but the level that he brought in the world was a level that's connected to the world. So you can't say that world has no value, because that level energy energizes the world, that means it's connected to the world. What Yake started to do, and really, essentially, he prepared for it, but Matan Torah was what really brought this down, was a level of Gethlechit, of Likos, of godliness, that is above, that's way higher than the world. And from that level, the world has no inherent value on its own, other than the pearl that's hidden inside of it, and that's the mindset, and that's the lesson for, and that's the lesson for us when we approach Avedas Habirurim. We need to understand and know that really it's not about the goshmias There's nothing in it in the Gashmius. It's the Dvar Havaya. It's the energy. It's the pearl. It's what we want to get out of it. That likus that's inside of it, and that's what we need. Now, just like this idea of Avedas Habirurim, Birur Hanetzutzas refining the sparks of holiness, is applicable to every Yid. And once you find the pearl in the pebbles, you throw everything out. The same thing is, in general, in a bigger sense, by Klal The whole idea of Gullus is to refine the sparks of holiness through Klal in all their places and times, in all their times of Gullus. But then, once we refine it, we find once we refine it, we find that by Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, what happened was, as soon as their job was done, they left why do they have to run? They weren't subjugated anymore. There's no torture anymore. There's no pain from the Mitzrayim. Because once you're done, you leave. And the same thing will be, that as soon as we are done, we will right away um, leave Golis and enter into the land. Today is Kisle. If I could add this is not part of the Sikha, but if I can take uh, 30 seconds to add this idea. And, you know, learning Likudas Project Likudas you mamish uh, get into a certain hashkafas olam, a certain mindset. The Rebbe kind of lays out, like particular in this sechah, for example, that when you come to Avodas room, you understand that Welt can't have a tfisas makan. That, that world can't have value. If world has value, you cannot do your job of being thevira, because then you're going to also take the klipa. You're also going to take the the outside, the, the things that you need to discard if world has some sort of value. And that's the key element of the sechah. And then the question comes: How do we get there? How do we get to a time and space where world has no value? And that's where once we have the correct Sa'ilam, where the to get there, the avaydah, I would like to suggest, and maybe I'm wrong, is through the learning of chassidus. That's the learning of chassidus. So when we learn the Rebbe Sichas, we get into the right mindset and puts us in the right frame and gives us the right ashkafa. And that's where you know these two go together, that one needs to actually toil and heart of in learning chassidus and learning shechem and marim and that's where we actually work on that Velt should and understand, that Velt should have no Tfishas Makam, it's Achas Hashem, etcetera, etc. Shkay for listening. A Gutyamtev Shana Teva Bidaki Aksidis of Bulumudaks.